Max Verstappen does it yet again in typical Max fashion. Yo, you called it first lap, the lunge? The lunge was there. He's got the biggest, I guess, cojones? He's got some big cojones. Um, how you say it? Cojones, eh? Biggest cojones. I will say this, though. I called that race. Red Bull's car is just too fast down the straight. Dude, even with Ferrari on the DRS, they're only like 10Ks faster. Usually you're like, I mean, listen, when there's a deep red ball in the DRS, they're probably about 30Ks faster than that Ferrari down that straight. They said like 10 to 15Ks faster without DRS. Yeah, so DRS gives you about 10 to 15. So it's basically like kind of even when you think about it. But I did say that red Bull was just faster. And you know what? If it wasn't for Sainz's little engine failure where he had to take out some power to the engine, he would have destroyed Sainz too. You mean Checo? Checo, yeah. yeah. Checo would have destroyed Carlos too. I'm telling you. It should have been a 1-3 for a Red Bull. But reliability did kick in as you called. And uh, obviously, it didn't affect the race. But it did. Sorry. It's not that it didn't affect the race. It didn't stop him from finishing the race. But it did affect Checo's race. Yeah, man. And we ended up having quite a few DNFs. Yeah, we had a lot of DNFs. Uh, more than we predicted. We said 2.5 over. But we thought it'd be 3. It was 5. There, there was quite a bit of DNFs. We're going to talk about Mick. We're going to talk about George. But I do want to talk about Carlos. I think he's the biggest thing that's kind of... I think he's the most untalkable storyline in general in the sport is that he doesn't even look like, look like he's close to Charles right now. He looks what Valtteri looked to Lewis. I wouldn't say that because he at least fought. But even today... There's I a mean, gap, though. The gap is massive. It's Charles massive. Charles is able to just leave him in the dust. And, I mean, the other thing is... Yesterday, after Quali, although he, you know, came back after his incidents in FP1 and FP2, he's like, oh, I'm just trying to get confident in the car again. Bro, like, it's, what are you still trying to get confident in the car? Yeah, it just shows me that he's not a great driver in terms, in terms of natural instinct. Or, I wouldn't say he's not a great driver, but it seems like he relies a lot more on understanding his car more than he's more just intuitive. Yeah, instinctual and intuitive, right? Like, when you think of guys like Charles, Max, and um, uh, Lewis, you just feel like they kind of get in their car and they kind of feel it out and they kind of learn it quicker. It's very well documented that Carlos is a technical driver, so we are waiting for that period for him to get used to the car, but it's been a long time. Five races is enough time for you to understand your car. And it's not like your car is changing that much like Mercedes, right? Like, your car isn't, like, it's not swapping every single week. You're not testing new stuff out. You're working on minor stuff to f towards a track. I mean, after the yellow flag and the restart there, I mean, five seconds? It's a huge gap between him and Charles. Oh, it's a big gap. It's it's not a joke. Um, I don't know. Like I've been saying it the whole time, and we I, I talked about this last year on a Ferrari preview. I said, when you look at the head-to-head, -head, Charles won about, I think, 70, close to 70%, if not more. Of those head-to-heads. He had three DNFs. And that's why Carlos wanted points. Points don't tell the whole story. Right? And this year, Carlos hasn't beat Charles once. It, and it hasn't been close. No, it hasn't been close. So, is Carlos a bad driver? No. But It's crazy that George is ahead of Carlos in the standings. It is. I will say this. And I don't know if you want to keep talking about Carlos. But I've, I think his confidence is really shot. I think he's a better driver than what he's showing. I still think he could probably squeeze you out one like Kimmy, but he is really suffering right now. I said right off, like pretty early on in the season, even though it is still early on in the season, that he struggles under pressure. I think that's just 
becoming more and more and more apparent. Yeah. And then watch him come out and win the next three races and <laughs> make us eat our words. But I hope he does win because I don't. He's still on his quest for his first F one win. I don't. I'm on the whole Charles Leclerc is better driver than Carlos signs, and I'm sticking with that to my grave. So it needs to happen for this year. I need to. I have an agenda to push and a narrative to push. So I'm sticking with. Uh, I don't obviously don't hope for his failure, but I do hope for Charles dominating this year in the Ferrari car. I mean, it's pretty. I don't think that. Carlos is going to even get close this year. Hopefully not, sir. But I do hope that Carlos at least gets one race win. Yeah, I could care less. I mean, um, he, I'd rather that should. go to George or Lewis, to be honest with you. But let's talk about Red Bull. Do you have anything to say about the difference between Max and Checo? Or will you chalk this weekend up to the engine difference? It was just a difference. I mean, we know that there's... Red Bull doesn't have a foolproof, reliable car yet. Mm-hmm. And we saw it again today. Well, Max's car is reliable. Max was great, but it's the entire package includes both drivers. Do you think uh, Checo's million, a billion dollar financing is saying Checo has a worse car like Dimitri, uh, Dimitri no, no, used to? No, that's not happening. <laughs> Checo was pretty upset, though, on the radio when that happened. I mean, I would be too. He's had a lot of technical issues, right? So I get and it. And he also had the issue in the pit. Yeah. I will say this, though. Um, well, Signs had the issue too, so I guess we should point that out. I don't think anybody here doubts or anybody in the world doubts that Verstappen's a better driver than Checo. So it's not surprising to see Checo behind Verstappen, but it is a big gap. But obviously this weekend right now, we can't really judge because he lost 20 kilowatts. So that's that's a decent amount of power. Most definitely. Um, you want to talk about your boys? Yeah, I think uh, for George starting in 12th. We got to have the conversation. Fifth. I'm talking about you want to talk about your boys. We got to have the conversation. About Russell and Hamilton. What's the conversation we had, though? No, I'm saying we let's have this conversation. If this, what is going on with Hamilton? He can't like he's been behind George in most races now. I mean, this race really, I don't think there was anything Hamilton could have done. He was on hard tires, and George was on medium. He could have pitted earlier. He could have made decision. Let's pit for sure. And he would have just lost position to George. Like, I, I we got to have the conversation. Why is George outperforming Russell on a consistent, a consistent basis? You mean, why is George outperforming Lewis? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Why is George outperforming <laughs> um, Lewis? That's a mistake that Hamilton and his team made. Him and Bono should have figured it out earlier. That's my, like, we're not, I'm not letting Hamilton off the hook the same way I didn't let George off the hook yesterday, right? Most definitely. So I, they, he should have pitted. Because he, remember, he was a full 20 seconds ahead of uh, Ocon. He would have right? been fine. He would have been just pitted. behind, he would have pitted just behind George. I think. Um, and then he could have fought George. You know, obviously, he, you saw his radio message said, you know, strategy hasn't been kind to him, but he should have pitted. Yeah. If they were pitting George, they should have pitted Lewis. How did you feel about Lewis's actual race? I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine, too, but I didn't, like, I'm expecting Lewis to start pulling out some miraculous stuff. The like, Mercedes not, car. Not, not to win, but I expect him to, like, catch Bottas a lot faster. I expect him to do, like, more than, like, he's... I'm not holding Lewis to the standard I'm holding George Russell to. He's Lewis Hamilton. Of course. So, like, when he's just trekking along in a race and it's taking him so long to catch up to De Valtteri Bottas, I have questions about that. Like, Lewis, like, you're, you're Lewis Hamilton. You're a seven-time world champion. You're arguably the best driver in the world. I don't care if you're not in the best car. I'm still putting you in my top two. Definitely. You're not showing me your top two right now because you're losing to George Russell. And I literally came on this podcast and said George should not beat Lewis this year because Lewis should be motivated. And when George is beating him, there's serious question marks. For sure. It's a long year, and I'm not saying Lewis is washed, but what the hell is going on? It's frustrating. And 
you know, Mercedes has definitely got the third, I would say, third best car. They do. Um, but the difference between third and second or third and first is still like leaps and bounds. It is, but like I'm not seeing Lewis blow through Bottas. I wouldn't see him blow through guys like he's passing. Like who would he have to pass? Alonso? Yeah, he passed Alonso, and who else was in front of him? Uh, he made those two overtakes right at the start. Yeah, I think it was Gasly. Pierre. Yeah. yeah, but it's like he's not like he's just not he's not outperforming the car. If that makes sense, I'm not seeing him outperform the car, and that's my issue. Like you're you're Lewis Hamilton. That's what it comes down to. And, you know, I could be hard on Lewis right now, and you guys might think I'm a hater, but you tell me. But I'm just not seeing him outperform his car. For sure. Which I is think, an issue for me. I think the it's frustrating because Mercedes is not, they're not moving quick enough. I but know it, that. But that's not a Mercedes they, thing. We're not talking about Mercedes. We're talking about Lewis. Yeah, but Lewis is just being average. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You saw Max outperform the Red Bull last year because Checo wasn't sniffing Lewis last year, right? You mean Checo wasn't sniffing Max? Sniffing Lewis either. Yeah. And, and, Max was toe-to-toe with Lewis in a Red Bull car when the Mercedes had a superior car, but Checo wasn't even close to Lewis. So I'm not seeing Lewis outperform his car like Max did last year. So I'm really doubting what level Lewis is on, and he said he's going to be his best. But he's not even in his best in his car. I'm not talking about him finishing on the podium. I'm talking about him outracing his, his teammate and him I think today, though, outpacing his it car. wasn't that he didn't outrace his team. He, he made a technical mistake. No, he didn't. But he didn't even catch up to Bottas that way. His car's clearly faster than Bottas. And how long did it take him to catch up? So hold on. Let's just, let's break this down. Right off the start, no, drops not, two places. Yeah, he had a then he bad gets start. Pa- he gets past Alonso, a former two-time champ. And no, no, that's not easily. what I'm arguing. I'm not talking about that. Sure, the beginning race. Why did he not never catch Bottas until the safety car? He was behind him the whole time. He's in the faster car. Um, so you're saying after, so before the safety car, he never caught Bottas. He didn't catch Bottas. And how, how long was he behind Bottas for? For sure. So, so a, that's my issue with amount. Lewis. Like, I know you're a Lewis defender and I know you're probably taking this as shots, but I'm asking where, where is the Lewis well, Hamilton? No, we just got to have dialogue. Right. So like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning where is this seven time world champion that should be outperforming his car when, and he shouldn't even need to outperform his car because his car's faster than, than Bottas's car. His car, his tire had more a lapse on it, and he still beat, had more, uh, he still had more pace than Bottas. It shows you his car's faster. Sure, but from a data standpoint, we know that just having a fast car is not everything. I understand that, but you're also seven-time world champion. You're the better driver and in the better car. So am I holding you to a standard that you're a normal driver? No, I mean, I think it's all very, very much needs to be talked about. Yeah, so let's talk about it. So where is, it, like, is Lewis at form? Is, that a, is he at form or is he com- coming to sleep at the wheel? I don't even know what to say there. I think no one knows. What, Lewis, is, Lewis is struggling, man. That's he's struggling. you got to put it. He's struggling. I want to put that on wax because he's not catching up to Valtteri Bottas and the superior machine. But right? is the Mercedes better than the Alpha? We saw what, the, we saw what, Merce, what Lewis did to him when he was ahead of him. We saw what Lewis did to Valtteri. Sure. We've seen the, all the races. There's a reason why Mercedes is ahead of, of, of Alpha Romero. I mean, consistently, but if you look at just, I think you can't jump to say that Mercedes is necessarily strictly ahead. They do have a rookie driver. Yeah, but I'm talking about even when you look at qualifying pace, there's been an alpha that's almost split the two Mercedes. Yeah, but race pace, whose race pace has consistently been stronger? 
Mercedes. And what are we talking about? The race or qualifying? Yeah. I never said anything about the qualifying because I understand Alfa Romeo. Yeah, I mean, once he got ahead, he... He was gone. He was gone. But why couldn't you catch him? Yeah, I mean, I think there's also something to be said that this, you know, they've talked about this Mercedes car struggling to follow. Yeah. Hey, that could be it, but George Russell was was making up pace on a lot of people. Right? So my whole thing is with Lewis Hamilton is... You are not the Lewis Hamilton that's advertised where you're in your best. You said, I'm, I'm, I feel the best I've ever For been. For sure. I mean, I think me. he needs to back that up with his performance. And that's all I'm trying to say is that um, he hasn't been strong this year. But I mean, to say that Russell has outperformed him this year, Russell has had the benefit of multiple yellow flags. He outperformed him for at least three other races, I would say, mm-hmm. when he qualified. Yeah, definitely. I would say Russell's performed better this year. He's outperformed him. I wouldn't say by a, mar- a huge margin, but who has performed better this year on wax? I mean, if you're going to look at the points, Russell has. Not the points, but even when we look at races. Yeah, George has. George has. I'm not saying by a huge margin, but mm-hmm. you're Lewis Hamilton. George Russell should not be outperforming you at any level. No way. So, like, that, that's my whole point. Call me a hater if you want. but my, No, no. The reality is... Is you're Lewis Hamilton. You're Lewis Hamilton. Right? If it was Michael Schumacher against Kimi Raikkonen, I'd be saying, the, saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You're fucking Lewis Hamilton. But anyways, we can move on to the next topic. No, I think we should just stay on it a bit more because I don't know what Lewis and his team do going into Spain. Listen, I am by not no means calling Lewis Hamilton wash. I'm not Dale. I do think Lewis Hamilton has another gear. And I'm, and I'm hoping it's not after the summer break because you still need to show the world you're Lewis Hamilton. Because if the whole world is talking about you right now that you fell off a cliff because your car's not good because George Russell's ahead of you. And by no means is George a better racer than you. He's, he, he never will be. But you got to step up. That's it. That's my only point is that where the hell is Lewis Hamilton? And even um, the thing is, even today... Him and Bono should have made the decision to pit because he would have finished fifth. The thing is, why not, though? Because if you pit, then Valtteri has to pit. Like, wh- what was the damage? You, what, you're behind George? You cannot raise George? That's my whole thing. Is like, you don't think you can take out George? That's the other part that's just frustrating because he should have pitted. That's my whole thing. One position, and it was your teammate. If you're scared to take but on then George Russell. There is, maybe, what well, you know, he said track position, but... I think that for whatever reason, Lewis's biggest biggest struggle is he's not strong in following in this car, and it's showing itself race after race. It could be, but that's not the uh, bro. This race was all about because that long in shirt. theory you should say that oh yeah pit, but he didn't want to give up track position because obviously he was not confident you, in passing. But the reality of the situation is, me and you both know. I think anybody that follows the sport, and especially Lewis Hamilton, knows it doesn't matter if you have position down that long straight and someone's has DRS. You're going to get passed. Yeah, we saw what the DRS did when he was trying to pass Alonso and Gasly. Yeah, so like... But then why couldn't he catch Bottas? I don't know. He didn't have DRS, but I expect him to catch... Any, but that's not my point. My point is, if you didn't think you could catch George on a straight and then outdrive him, I don't know what to say. And if Valtteri doesn't pit, I mean, you are on mediums. You're on mediums or softs. Like, yeah, like you're going to catch him anyways. You and George have a DRS trade on him. I don't know. It, this is what makes it frustrating because a team that's won this much, and for Lewis, who's won this much, why is this every single Okay, race so we let's get? talk about that. Last year, Lewis had a lot of bad decisions, right? We, we can say it. There's a lot of th- times where he's like, oh, no, I don't want to pit, and he should have pit. Like, even in Russia, when his team told him to pit, he said no, but... 
the team said you need to pit then he pitted like lewis has seemed to this in the last 18 months seemed to make some bad decisions but today he deferred to his team he deferred to his no his team asked him lewis are you sure you don't want to pit that, he, that was a he comms. deferred it back to him and said you tell me is that what is that that's what he because said because the, the last radio message we to got him, and they on the radio they said it's better to stay out well no the last radio message we have is you have one more lap to pit and he says i prefer track position no because they asked him listen we'll chalk that up because i don't remember that specifically if you remember that sure but i will say this that he shouldn't like just like george told him i'm staying out because there might be a safety car you got to make that decision yeah. that I want new tires. His, he did say to his team that he doesn't want to lose track position, and his team followed up by saying that then it's better to stay out. Well, I mean, that's what he's going to say then. It's that His team didn't say it's better to stay out because it's just better to stay out. He said, if you don't want to lose track position, then stay out. That's right. So that doesn't mean his, his team necessarily told him to stay out. We need to hear what the communication was as soon as the but it's just flag not, happened. But it's not characteristic of Lewis or the team kind of deferring it. One or the other is normally making the decision, and the other one's challenging the decision. They're going back and forth. That's just not like I'm, Mercedes. I'm not trying to knock Lewis. I just want to see the Lewis that I expect. That's it. I want to see Brazil Lewis. So what? where does Mercedes go from here? Because the upgrades they brought haven't narrowed the gap between their rivals. The, well, they haven't finished, figured out the science yet. Like, the upgrades are there to help, and I think the upgrades showed clearly that um, those are good upgrades, but they haven't actually figured out their floor yet. So it's not where does Mercedes go. This conversation is um, other than actually figuring out the floor. It's does Lewis Hamilton lift his level up to what we know he can drive at? I think that's where the question is, because once Lewis lifts his level, he'll, all, he'll also lift up George. I really don't think Lewis is at, I think Lewis is at like 60 or 70 percent. I don't think Lewis is even close to his peak form. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not does not look like the Lewis that we are expecting. Yeah, like, you, here's my thing too, right? And I, this may sound really bad, but in no league should George Russell be hanging with Lewis Hamilton. That's just my opinion. There should be none. And this season, irrespective of the safety flags, Lewis has just, he, his setup, everything that he's done has been wrong. He also could have pitted in, on that Jadal safety lap if he really wanted to, right? But then they closed the entry when he thing. But if he made a split decision, but... It just, my whole thing is like, it, it's just no world where George Russell and Lewis Hamilton should be on the same level as of yet. Right? Maybe in two years, if you told me, I would be okay, cool, that makes sense. But it's Lewis Hamilton we're talking about. That's it. That's all I have on Lewis Hamilton. It's like, come seven-time world champ, I need to see you. Yeah. That's has been that's absent. It. He's been absent, in my opinion. Because and even the fact that we're discussing who's outperformed who is a knock on Lewis. It is a knock. It's it, it, should, it should never be. Like, did we ever discuss for a full five races or long stretch to ch let's check out Oprah Max? Everything from a science and technical and a setup standpoint, Lewis should be better in every single aspect. I think so, too. Just like we're not debating who's better, Charles or, or Carlos anymore, right? Like the, cl the clear number one drivers rise to the top. And right now, Lewis is not rising to the top when we know he should be at the top. That's the reality of it. Exactly. I'm holding Lewis to the standard of a world champion. I'm not holding him to an average standard. But I will ask you this before we jump off Mercedes. You said that they're saying Lewis's car may be heavy because of testing. Do you put any stock into that? I don't know anything about it. I'm saying, what are your thoughts the, on that? The, we're just speculating because we're not in the garage. Like, you, there's so many different people that are talking about this agenda, or not this agenda, but this topic. You know, 
F1 reporters are saying that they're running, you know, more trials on Lewis's car. Whether that's true or not, we don't know. Now, if that is true, then everything I said can go out the window. Yeah, but we just don't we know. We don't know. But, all but, speculation. But if this isn't true, then everything I said sticks. But if this is true, that his car is an extra heavier, a little bit heavier, then that's fair. I understand where the difference is coming from. Because you know, every every piece of weight makes a difference in F1. It's it's not like five pounds makes a difference in your I pace. just don't understand why the team would not experiment more with George than with Lewis. Maybe because George uh, Lewis is a better driver. Maybe. I mean, I don't understand it at all. This whole season is confusing. It could, it could be that um, they trust Lewis's opinion more. Lewis has worked with the team longer. So he, he's able to communicate what he feels in the car better than, than George. So when he's testing And that's the that, thing. Like, we won't know till probably after the season. We won't. So, but anyways, I, I don't want to harp on Lewis too much. I just really want to put it in the air that I haven't seen the Lewis Hamilton I've expected this year. And, and, and this race... saying that... That's us saying it without knowing. Yeah. This race, has that really solidified it for me because I just didn't see him make up much leeway on Bottas, which was concerning to me. Yeah. Right? Um, but, like I said, if this stuff is true, then everything I said can go out the window, and I was wrong. Like, I have no problem saying I was wrong. We'll follow it closely. Um, as we head into, I know we'll dive in, but we should see the entire grid make significant upgrades for Spain. Significant upgrades, upgrades are always made like when you're in your at least close to home. Yeah, so significant upgrades are kind of like iffy, you know what I mean? Because what's a significant upgrade for a Red Bull? And what's a significant upgrade for Mercedes? They may be two. One might be a 30% jump, might be, might, one might be a 70% jump, right? So it should be interesting to look at Spain. Um, we'll find out. I do want to talk about Mick. Yeah, Mick... Um, Mick is really starting to make me wonder if he's cut off for this. Yeah, you know what? I feel like Mix got he a little bit... He threw away free points today. He did. I feel like Mix got a little bit of 2020 George syndrome yeah, on him right George now. George and Imola. It's the exact same thing. Like, he literally threw away two points. Like, you could have just took that save, chased him on another straight, and tried to pass him, but... Do we know who had that corner? I didn't get to see the replay. Because I know we were looking at it. It was kind of close. Did we get to see that corner yet? Yeah, we did. Is that confirmed that it, it was Vettel's corner? It definitely was. Damn, Mick. <laughs> Bro, this was your first points. We all thought you'd have a strong weekend. and you. I, I came on here and said that this weekend will be his weekend where he, he performs better than K-Mag. And then he pulls that nonsense off. Mag had a DNF. Yeah, but so did, so did Mick. I mean, Mick finished the race. Look, he last. basically had a DNF. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I really don't know what to tell you. Shout but. out to Latifi not finishing last. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Latifi. We were both wrong. He did not go into the wall. He did not go into the wall. Um, we didn't get the, I don't know what happened there, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Honestly, he says that he's happy with how he's been performing because he's getting better. I'm like, bro, you're getting better and you're just last. Yeah, it's, it, it is what it and we'll, is. And we'll dive into that. Because I mean, listen, he can track his performance onto the car. So, you know, he might be seeing things we don't see, right? So, shout but out to him. It just shows you, like, George last year was way better than him, obviously. Alex Albon, way better than him. Shout out to Albon. He scored another point. Bro, Williams scored another point. Williams is doing its thing, man. Scoring two points. The beautiful thing is that we said today is that at least no team is finishing with zero points this year. It's a yeah, beautiful thing to bro. see. Williams scored today and Aston didn't. I don't, Aston was stupid, though, how they put their feel too cold and all this stuff. It's like, come on, Aston. Come on, guys. Like, why are you playing it so risky? They were in a great position to score points. Vettel's in 13th, right? 
um, Stroll was in 10th. Yeah. They were in a great position to score points. And instead, Stroll finished 12th. What a terrible outing. And like Vettel, I had him as my dragger, and he did make his way up. And he was going to score points, so Mick took him into the dirt. Yeah. So I, I, I thought Vettel had a pretty good race, though. Both Vettel and Stroll didn't have bad races. Yeah, I mean, the Aston looked like a, it's been showing some Signs improvement. Signs of improvement, yep. Um, I think it's a miserable weekend, one to forget for McLaren when it comes to on the track. Yeah, for Danny Rick, it's Danny Rick. But, like, Land- I, mean, I feel so bad for Lando. They scored zero points. La- it's not Lando's fault he didn't score points. Yeah, he was I mean, score points. but it's, that's just a terrible weekend for McLaren. Did Gazzy get a penalty? I, this is right after the race. So, did he end up getting a penalty for that? Not sure, but Gassi didn't finish the race. He was yeah. DNF anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's I guess that's karma. I, I, do you want to talk about McLaren more? I don't. I, I no, I mean, I just think for McLaren, they've it's just been a strange year for them too, man. It has. I, what's up with the Mercedes engines? Williams, Mercedes, McLaren, oh, Aston Martin. But here's the reality. I know we said at the beginning of the year it was two races in, but as we progress, if all these Mercedes engines are powered, powered teams are not doing well, it's like, it just kind of puts a bad stigma on the Mercedes. But it has nothing to do with engine, though, right? It doesn't. That's the reality um, of it. So the points are all obviously updated. I got him here. Should we shout out Bottas before we get into that? No, I mean, Valtteri folded under pressure. No, that's like why we got to shout him out for B. Valtteri Bottas is right on brand. A great qualifying day. And a great race until it counted. Until until someone put some pressure on your ass. And both Mercedes passed him in the and, same and, thing. And you know what? Shout out to Dale, because we actually watched a race with Dale, a big Valtteri defender. And he was just speechless when he saw Valtteri go into the wall. Obviously, it wasn't hard. And you just see both Mercedes flying past him. It was beautiful to watch. It was very on brand. It was so on brand. If there was anything Valtteri Bottas brand, this was it. Oh, my God. This was it. Shout out to you, Valtteri. Valtteri. I mean, listen, he still scored six points. Yeah, I mean, he still had points. He's sitting eighth in the championship. And you know what? For an Alfa Romeo driver, not bad. Not bad at all. I mean, Joe is in 17th with one point, so Valtteri is in 8th with 30 points. Joe's had some really bad luck in the last Definitely. couple of races. But, um, yeah, Valtteri, I, uh, on brand, bro. Great performance. So, Lewis moves up ahead of Lando after today's performance. Yep. Uh, so, Lewis today, is right? in 6th. Carlos is in 5th. George is in 4th. Sergio in 3. Max in 2. Charles in 1. What's the gap between Max and Charles right now? 19. Ooh, the constructor championship got close quick. Uh, the driver championship got close quick, but there's between still, um, there's still a good chokehold on the Ferrari champ on the constructors, I assume. On the constructors, Ferrari's one fifty seven, Rebels one fifty one. Ooh, it's only six points. Yep, and Mercedes is ninety five. And you know what? That all we can attribute to that Carlos Sainz. Exactly, that's all Carlos Sainz. Well, and guy. this is a crazy thing. It's like you know, for the eight time constructors champions in Mercedes, like you're. You're not even that far off in the, in the No, points. like, here's the way you got to look at it, right? If you figure out your car, if you figure out your car at the halfway, let's say they come out the summer break, there's 12 more races or 10 more races left. You can score an average of 20 points more per race if you go one, two. So, like, they're behind by 50 points right now. So, that's three races you can make that up in, right? Now, they're going to be a b- behind more unless they figure it out sooner, but you can make a serious dent if your car is the best. A lot of... People in the sport are just talking about, like, Mercedes is only now going to be focused on next year. Like, I don't think Mercedes is throwing no, this season away. I don't want to hear that. Mercedes is Mercedes. They're not going to focus on next year. They have a reputation and brand to withhold. They can't. They just can't focus on next year. And if they do, I'd be shocked. I'm not saying that, I don't that they think, shouldn't. I don't think they're going to wash. And I think, I can't. I, can't I think it. that Mercedes, 
It, it's still too early to say that they don't have a chance of winning the constructors. It's a very small chance, though, as of right now. Yeah, I but. think if you were just to, if I was to just pull numbers, I'd say they have a twenty percent chance. Oh, I'm putting it at ten. Ten. Wow. I'm putting to it win at the 10. constructors. Yeah, I'm putting it at ten. It's it. You know what that ten percent is though? It's figuring out the car. It's unlikely they figure out the car on time. That's the thing. Do they figure it out on time? What's the percentage you put out? They you put out that they figure out the car after Monaco. Probably around ten percent, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. If that is until they figure out the car, doesn't matter. So let me. I don't want to harp on Lewis versus Russell or just Lewis in general. What does this successful season for Mercedes look like for you at this point in terms of if their car doesn't isn't a top car? What does that look like? If their if their car is like this for the rest of the what year, what is a successful year? Lewis like? has to be George. Okay. If he doesn't be George, it's bad. And George is up on him by. You know, call it fifteen points right now. Mm-hmm. Fifty, no, almost twenty. 20 that can points. change in one race weekend, though. To be so, honest. hold on, hold on. Lewis is down twenty three points. That can change in one weekend. Uh huh. Right, but or two weekends if they're not going to hit. It's crazy that Carlos is fifth, man. But so, what what's a successful season like for George look like for you? I think it should be a if nothing changes, it should be a. Lewis, four, George, five, Carlos, six. Carlos, six? What? Carlos is fifth right now. No, bro. Carlos's car is too fast, bro. Come on. No, but, but stop. If we have any indication on what... <laughs> yeah, but that's if he keeps faltering under pressure. Okay, so you think he's going to continue faltering under pressure. That's where your, that's where your, your prediction's coming no, from? <laughs> no, let me retract. Carlos will finish fourth. Lewis fifth, George sixth. Okay, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, this this episode was a cry to Lewis Hamilton for me. I need to see the world champ. Lewis, I hope you're listening, bro, because it, I, it, it's not just us. It doesn't come from a bad place. It comes from I want to see the best dri- one of the best drivers in the world drive like the best drivers. So that's where it comes from. Like I just, it's just frustrating, man. So I, I get it. They might be running the uh, something that is very much heavier or whatever heavier it is. and training. But until we know that's a fact, it's, it's just tough, man. I, I have to ask the questions, bro. We talk about the, the sport, right? And you know what? Obviously, George Russell is my favorite driver. Mercedes is a team I like automatically because of that. And I have to ask, why is the world champ being beat by basically a rookie in a good car? Right? George Russell's new to, to is a rookie in, on a good team, right? He's not a rookie in F1, but he is a rookie to be on a team that has expectations. So big question for me. Um... Who who won our draggers of the day? Do you, would you say it's Ricky or would you say my Vettel won? Because Vettel got took got taken out by Mick. I mean, who got the pick this week? Danny finished what eleventh, right? Yeah, who got the, who got the pick right? You or me for the dragger of the of the day yesterday? You did. You think so? Yeah. Vettel didn't finish though. Honestly, it's hard to see, say that Danny Rick had a won the dragger. He didn't get points. He didn't really do anything, right? But Vettel didn't do anything too because he got hit. But it was, I think this week was a fun week. We could talk about that too. Let's talk. How much did you enjoy this weekend? It was incredible. I love Miami. I love the track. I love the entertainment. I want to go. Yeah. So we're, so just to give everybody kind of insight, Kurt's, I know Kurt loves this stuff. If you guys, if you know him, he loved the fact that Brady, Lewis, Michael, and Beckham, Beckham took a picture. I'm like, I don't care about that. Let's get to the race. But I could see the joy on his face. I, I'm pretty sure we'll be in Miami next Shout year. Shout out to Martin Brundle, just not knowing anything about America. Uh, I'm <laughs> with this guy named DJ Khaled. 
Bro, he was the fact that he didn't want to try to pull trending, D- fam. Bro, he didn't try to pull D Wade and D Wade and Gab well, Union. Yeah, like okay, sorry, my that's disrespectful. He didn't try to pull Gab Union. My apologies to Gab Union, but they were bigger than both. Um, uh, well, are they bigger than Serena and Venus? Probably not. Not internationally, but definitely bigger than DJ Khaled. And he didn't even try to stop him, which was crazy to me. He thought. Paolo Banchero was Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I know. Shout out to my Duke guy, Paolo Banchero. But um, overall, great weekend. I enjoyed it. Was the race? Did the race live up to it? Even without it even without the safety you know car, um, it was a great race. I th- like the track was awesome. There's so much variables. Like it could have rained. You don't like in Miami. It can rain for two minutes. Uh, there, the, you know, people were on their toes and. Even though we had one yellow flag, there were still other cars. Like, how did the Vettel mix not end in a yellow? Because because they could both drive. Of course, yeah. but so many other close calls that didn't end up in the yellow flag. So the, I guess their wing and damage got fell off the track. Yeah. The mixed wing was split in half. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't stop, or maybe it was just a quick quick yellow. But overall, it was a great race. I thought the entertainment value was there. That long straight pro- provided enough overtaking. I mean, I think there was overtaking chances at every DRS zone, right? Pretty much. It yeah. wasn't high, but it kind of provided race entertainment. I definitely wouldn't say it's one of the best races we've seen, but it is a street circuit, and I, overall, I enjoyed it. It, it, it is Great a circuit. circuit. Uh, it'll be torn down over the next few days. We'll see what it looks like next year. If this they changes. have to rebuild it every year? Yeah, it gets completely torn down. Wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah, wild. So... Jeddah or Miami, because they're very similar. Miami. You like Miami better than Jeddah. Overall, as a weekend or just racetrack? Um, Jeddah is really fun from a qualifying perspective, but from a racing perspective, it's definitely Miami, yeah. Better. I do think that um, Miami is one of the best, better newer tracks we've had. Last note from me, and then I'll let you kind of finish off. For anybody that doesn't follow F1 accounts, this is the first time Mercedes hasn't won a new race since a new racetrack since I think it was like 2014. That's that's absurd. That- it is, man. And as we're talking about this, I'm just rolling through the Lewis Hamilton chatter on Twitter, and only- <laughs> it's uh, it's a very toxic place. My whole thing is just I want to see Lewis be Lewis, but. Not the fact that the streak ended, but we should show some appreciation that literally Mercedes held this sport in a chokehold for eight years. Eight years is a long time to be dominant in any professional sport. Like, eight years. Shout out to Dale, too, for that. Eight years. (laughs) But eight years is a long time to be dominant, so I didn't want to shout out Mercedes for that. This year is not over yet. Like I said, it's a 10% chance in my mind, but... Apparently in the post-race, they said, why didn't you pit Lewis? And uh, he's not very happy. Was it his team call? Said that uh, he's not the engineer. So then I have questions towards the constructor. Why the fuck did you guys not pit Lewis Hamilton? Oh, bro. But here's the so, thing here. What but, the hell's going but, on but with But here's these guys? my thing, okay? I, we've talked about Mercedes so much, but it has to be said. You are 20 seconds behind o- about ahead of Ocon. You're only losing one position to, to George. And you force Valtteri to pit. So you're still right behind Valtteri. Why aren't we pitting? It's so frustrating. And when you just, <laughs> it's just such a. I understand dark on the place. VCS. The VCS is a different conversation. I get the VCS when you don't pit there. But as soon as it's a safety car, why are you not pitting, sir? It's yeah. very frustrating. Bono, 
What are you doing? Toto, everyone, the whole team. Like, no, that guys one's on Bono. That out. one's on Bono. Bono is Lewis's Lewis's brain in there. He's what Lewis sees and hears through through the, through that the pit wall. Bono's the one that communicates with Lewis. He's the one that's supposed to make these decisions for Lewis. That's a Bono thing. It's just really sad. Anyways, do you have any last words before we sign out? Next race is in two weeks. Next race is in two weeks. You guys heard it here first. Then they go to Monaco right after that. Yeah. So the next they, the next couple traps favor Ferrari, I'm pretty sure, because they're better in uh, mid speed corners. So it should be interesting to see. I said this today, and we've been saying it. Red Bull feels like Mercedes last year, and Ferrari feels like Red Bull of last year. One's really fast down the straights with the champion, and the newcomers fast in the mid speed corners. I'm telling you, big time. We, you know, we were talking about how much we love the track. This, but I will say that Austin is incredible. Austin's we love a Austin. Track. I think we Austin's love a it. Track. But what Miami did for the sport in America, Austin can't do. Austin can't, but Austin can breed. I feel like Austin would breed a driver before Miami would. For sure. But today, to see the amount of coverage from ESPN Sports Center, like all of the, it was just, you've never seen F1. Wait, wait F1. until Vegas. Oh, I mean, <laughs> wait until Vegas. Vegas will be crazy, but damn, talk about just momentum from a PR, whatever you want to call it, like, if you were in America, if you live in America and you like sports, irrespective of if you like F1 or not, you heard about it today. For sure. I will say this. Austin will be bigger for the sport eventually. It will breed the first F1 drag, one of the best F1 talents. Because, like, when you have that track by you, you go as a little kid. Austin will breed one of the, a great F1 driver one day, so... It will, pro- it will probably do more for the sport long term. I think I'm a, so. I'm going to call that. Miami is really just a incredible advertising. I mean, if, my, if Miami was on South Beach, I think they'd be inclined to get rid of Monaco right away. I feel like more stars showed up to Miami than they do to Monaco. Or it's just in my head because I know all the North American Miami stars. definitely has more stars, bro. But, but you know, that's from our, that's from our take. Because at the end of the day, we don't know half of the European stars that show up to Monaco. Bro, I'm just, I'm just reading this... Uh, the chat here between uh, Lewis and the reporters, and he's like, he go, <laughs> the L- Lewis Hamilton's word. Honestly, I don't know if I can if I could get further up in that scenario. I have no clue where everyone else is. So when the team say it's your choice, I'm like, I don't have the information to make that decision. Yeah, that to me seems like it's a team fault. Man, it's just toxic right now. It's not toxic. It's sports. Figure it out, Mercedes. Who 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 are you blaming for that one? If it's Mercedes I'm blaming right everyone because, like Lewis says, it's team. I think it's about sixty percent team, forty percent Lewis. Come on, man. You you need you, like you need to make a quick decision. George said, "Leave me out there." VCS. George knew. But maybe maybe they're trusting Lewis more this year. I don't know. We don't know what we don't know what the conversations <sighs> look like. I, really I wonder. I would love to be a fly on the wall in the debrief. Anyways. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. I think we're probably talking about Lewis and uh, George a little bit too long, but we do appreciate anybody that tapped in. Shout yeah. out to Oliver, by the way. Oliver, you had some good points about the Miami residents. We get it. But appreciate you, know. you listening. But at the end of the day, we saw what the Miami sh- did. Miami race did for the sport. So that's what we were kind of going on. I know Miami residents residences have legitimate reason to be upset about the race being there, but... You see what it's doing for F1 in the yeah, US. Yeah, I mean, I want to go to the Miami F1 track. Uh, I think if I would still prefer to go to Austin before.
before Miami, but I want to go to Miami. My first choice is still Silverstone. I mean, obviously, Silverstone's a number one. I just want to nothing else. I want to hear the cheers up and down. I I want. I I can't wait to see the Hamilton straight, bro. Silverstone is a incredible traditional F one circuit. Yeah. By the way, anybody that's made it this far, I'm not a Hamilton hater. I just expect Hamilton greatness out of Hamilton, and I'm not seeing it right now. Yeah. That's it. I expect greatness from Lewis. Sir Lewis Hamilton. I don't know his middle name, but I know some of them. It's like Carl David, right? Sir uh, Lewis Carl David Hamilton. I don't Carl know. David. Anyways, we'll see you guys next. Ne- we'll see you guys on Tuesday, probably. Tuesday. Yeah, we will. And uh, that's it for us. Have a great night, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed Miami. Carl Davidson Hamilton. There he is. Carl I interrupted. Yeah. So Lewis Carl Davidson we Hamilton. We can't disrespect the seven can't, can't disrespect no. the night. Um, hope everybody enjoyed it. This was interesting for us because it was during the daytime. It was during the afternoon for us. It's nighttime now. It's usually 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock our time when we're recording. So we know how it feels to be in Europe whenever you watch a race. For real. So that's it. We'll be back this week to really unpack more. But yeah, we're definitely going to talk about we'll, we'll talk about probably a little bit more once we learn. On the, uh, the driver's championship is heating up. So well done for to Max and I hate saying it, but I I was right about Max, but he's just too good. So we'll see what happens, man. Long year. All right. Peace.